Did you know that the sixth leading cause of death in the United States is Alzheimer's disease? And that one in three seniors dies with Alzheimer's or other dementia, and it kills more than breast cancer and prostate cancer combined. I know times are tough, but I'm asking for your help. As the chair of the Iowa Board of Directors of the Alzheimer's Association for the next two years, I am working harder than ever to raise awareness and to raise funds to rid the world of Alzheimer's and all other dementias. And your money doesn't just go to research. It goes to care and support groups, which are free by the way. The 24-hour hotline, which is free by the way. To education and awareness programs in every community across the country. And it does go to research. The Alzheimer's Association is the third leading funder of research and the highest funder of research that is a non-governmental entity in the world. And they're making strides each and every day. So please, give it some thought. If you're interested, please click the link in the show notes to donate to our Alzheimer's walk team today. Your money stays in the local communities to impact, to support, and to educate people all across the country about Alzheimer's, the warning signs, and how to get care and support. This is a disease that is quiet, but it's continually taking away lives of people all around us, including my great aunt, my neighbor, and a dear family friend. Again, the link is in the show notes to go and support our walk to end Alzheimer's. And if you just want more information, you can go to ALZ.org. Greetings and salutations. Hello from hot Iowa. Not hot chicken. No. Which sounds was, really good right now. Yesterday was like walking in outside into a pool. It, it was, was gross. Terrible. It was atrocious. Ugh. Like 101 with the heat index and... Basically water floating in the air. Ugh. <laughs> no. Today it got better though. Uh, it's like 80, but no rain like we wanted, so... That's my fuck of the week. Is the damn heat. Come on. It's terrible. Like, the, I hate winter. Don't get me wrong. Winter is the the devil's playground. But... Doesn't it remind... So I was thinking to this week, uh, while at work, how thankful I am that we have an air conditioner. Doesn't it remind you a little bit, though, of our time in New York when we didn't have an AC and you had to sleep and... We didn't sleep. <laughs> I exactly. At least we can sleep. Now. We had a box fan blowing on us all night. All night. Yeah. It was not much fun. I mean, if we were to ever live there again, we'd have to... You'd have to we're, we're buying an AC, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Two uh, of them, actually. I do I remember one day, because I Instagrammed it or something, walking to the subway, and at that point it would have been 8.45, 9 o'clock in the morning, and it was already like 96 degrees. Like, it was so gross yeah. sometimes there. I mean, I left, the, like I left the house this morning at 6... 6.45. No, it was no, 6.30. 6.15. Yeah. Um, and it was 79 degrees, so... It was warm, I mean, uh, By the time you get to, like, 8 o'clock, it's yeah, hot. Yeah. So, speaking of hot, uh, I've been working on a big project at the house. We've lived in this house for about five years now, and when we moved in, there was zero landscaping. No trees, no bushes, no flowers. The grass was mostly weeds. Um... And so one of the projects that we've kind of been slowly doing is doing the entire, like, uh, kind of wrap around the house. Like, how does it look and what plants do we want, what bushes do we want, and that kind of thing. 
Well, finally this year we were able to uh, plan out how to do the actual retaining wall. And so I've spent the last, I'd probably say 10 weeks yeah. building the wall. And then we went and got plants to finish it off a couple weeks ago. And so now it's been keeping the damn plants alive because it's so fucking hot outside. Yeah. Um, but that project's done for the most part. Still some cleanup to do here and there, but that's that's the easy part. Um, so last weekend, I actually didn't have any yard work to do, which was great. So we sat out um, at the kiddie pool with Kennedy, and I got a new swimsuit. Um, so I was out <laughs> sitting. This is a good fuck of the week. You're going to like it. Uh, sitting out with her, and she loves the pool time. She actually now just kind of climbs out of the pool and walks around the yard and barefoot and like four weeks ago she wouldn't even touch the grass with shoes on so it's like this dramatic change for her which is awesome um so anyways i was sitting out outside with her and you were out there that last day yep playing and that night i was cleaning up taking a shower or whatever and i was like man my legs hurt and then i i got out of the shower and i looked in the mirror and i burned parts of my legs that have never seen that amount of sun before <laughs> <laughs> he got like a a speedo uh, shaped swimsuit. Yeah. Um, we're going to Mexico in a couple months, so I wanted to. Yeah. Look good. So his his upper thighs never saw the the light of day like that. Yep. And well, they Ooh. got crispy. They were <laughs> toasty. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why. So like today, wearing my my pants at work, um, fuck, they itched. <laughs> oh gosh, it's terrible. Yeah. My head is itching. So for those, but that's of these, different. It's a burn. Yeah. Um. Excuse me, I'm yawning. Um, for those of you who don't follow us on Instagram, I actually dyed my hair last Friday. Um, nope, last Thursday, a week ago today. And uh, I basically went, uh, I lifted it three times, and it's like like a platinum blonde, um, but then it also has a like a purple hue to it with the toner that's on top. And when you lift it that many times, um, when the, with all that chemicals touching your skin, it actually burns your skin. And so I've actually saw my hair flaking. Like I have dandruff oh, gross. and it's my head peeling, Whoa. uh, from I'm to sleep next to that. <laughs> <laughs> I clean it every day, <laughs> uh, but it's definitely itchy, a little bit more itchy than normal. Uh, so but it looks fabulous, and that's all that matters. It looks good, and that's what matters. So purple hair as well. It's different. I'm just going nuts lately. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a fun kind of pseudo-topic today. Um, what Our last episode, we talked about Black Lives Matter and the political world we live in. And mm-hmm. so um, kind of staying on that same vein and kind of not just in terms of living your most authentic life and living openly and openly and honestly. So we're going to kind of dig a little deeper on that right after the break. Hey everybody, Steve here. Um, we are so excited to launch, uh, Brooke and co. I know we've talked about that in the past, but, um, you know, these are t-shirts that we are really, really passionate about. Um, they, they are super comfortable. They wash well. They wear well. They can take you from running around town with the kids to dinner with your friends when we can go back and do that again. Um, and so uh, just to make sure you guys are able to try them, I wanted to give you guys a discount code. So head to brookandco.com 
and enter the code MANTRA, and you'll get 10% off your order. Um, like I said, it is MANTRA, M-A-N-T-R-A, and you'll get 10% off of your entire order. And you know what? If you try them, please reach out. Let us know what you think, how comfortable you are, what you love about it, and uh, enjoy. Thanks, guys. And we're back. Watching our daughter on the monitor, who is supposed to be sleeping. She's uh, not. Standing up and playing in her yep. bed. Yep. So, uh, we're going to see more and more of that. Yes. She is a good inspiration for our topic today. Yeah. Uh, we should tell people about our diet, though. Yeah. So, this was Steve's wonderful idea. And I don't think you asked me to do it, but I just said I would do it with you to just kind of not eat a pizza yeah, in front of you. Yeah, I sent it to you, and I was like, what do you think about this for me? And you're like, let's do it together. Yeah. So it's essentially, um, for those I'm, of you who are older than probably 50, you probably know the uh, the soup diet from the 90s. I uh, call it the heart attack diet. Yeah, that's really what it was intended for, but it got big craze in, in the 90s, um, and a lot of people did it. So I ran across it again, and... Um, we decided to do it for a week. Essentially, it is you're eating. It's a soup that has no meats. And it, no, and it, it tastes just like a, a beef stew without the beef. Without the beef, um, has like no real starches, no potatoes in it. Uh, it's literally vegetables and broth yep. and just some spices yeah. like garlic and things like that. Um, and then you're supposed to eat that twice a day and have a baked potato with it or or sweet potato something on the vegetable and then you can have as many fruits and vegetables during the day as you want but that's it that's it that's all you get to eat um so no milk no alcohol no sugar no sugar no snacking no nothing none of my crackers none of my peanut butter and celery no almonds none of my breakfast bar yeah like nothing cut everything out that i typically eat during the day literally that soup and a potato and any fruits and vegetables yeah. you want. Yeah. And first two days were murder. Um, first day it was like, oh, we're just, it's like a new meal. Like it's just, it, was, like, I mean, oh, it, it, it like doesn't taste bad. It's just it, not a whole lot to it. And yeah. That's all you can eat. So it's, yeah. it gets boring in a hurry. And so first day was okay. Cause it kind of felt like we were just made like a new meal. Yeah. And, but then when we realized, okay, we got to eat this again tomorrow. And the, the next, next day, day, and the next day, <laughs> and the next day. Um, all the while, Kennedy at night is getting grilled cheese and beef stroganoff, beef stroganoff, and Hawaiian. Hawaiian. What was that? That was a Hawaiian. Um, stir. What do you call it? Like stir a, fry. It's like a, a stir fry rice yeah. type of stuff. Um, so she's getting all these really fucking fantastic foods, and we're sitting here eating potatoes and this god awful soup. We're just so tired of. The positive is we have both lost weight mm-hmm. um, in the, what, four days that we've been doing this? Yep. Um, so, and we're only going to do it for a week. Yep. You know, we're using it as like a reset to kind of, we've been, consu- I've been baking more, so I've been, we've been consuming more sugar and we kind of fell off of our rule of not having sugar during the week. Yep. So this was just a good reset and kind of cleanse our system a little bit and And we've agreed to, to do a better job when we do have, go back to normal meals to add at least a side salad Every time on the side, uh, which will hopefully limit some of the other intakes. Yeah. Because um, I have a problem when I see enchiladas or any pasta dish in front of me. I typically have, not typically, I have more than I should. Yep. And I'm like that with pizza. Yeah. I'm um, like that with pizza too. 
So anyway, it has just been a it's been murder. Good. It's sucked, murder week, but it's been good. Like I feel like it's. I've hated every minute of no, it. No, I haven't. I've enjoyed I, it. And I love so like we we don't do a baked potato necessarily. We do diced potatoes that you, we put in the oven. We bake them in the oven with some some olive oil and just salt and pepper. Um, I could eat those every day. I just love those so much anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's that part's enjoyable. Those have made the whole thing bearable. Yeah. Yeah, because a baked potato without the sour cream and cheese and bacon bits and all that is just terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, it has it did force us to buy more fruit and make a more of a point to eat yep. more fruits and yep. vegetables, which honestly was really good. Yeah, um, I would say talk to your doctor if you have if anybody was thinking about doing yeah. that. We did not, um, and I'm on medication, as most of you know, and. We just felt a little sluggish. I would say that we're, our, our energy is dropped. There's be- less energy. Yeah. Because we don't, we're not eating a lot of the carbs that we normally would. We don't have no, a source not of protein. protein yeah. um, so we're only doing it for a week. We're going to stop on Saturday um, just because we're going to be going to a friend's house and, and spending some time up there. So, But it's been crazy. It's been, been so hard. And I failed one day. You failed one day. But well, I didn't fail. I came home and I had a couple M&Ms. Yeah. But still <laughs> and i will also point out that the day that i lost i lost weight that the day that i ate the M&Ms. Well, yeah so yeah it was fine uh so our topic i don't want to say it's a topic but it's more just kind of a, a conversation piece about who we are and how we tear down walls that are artificially put up i would say is that a fair way to walls stereotypes yeah limitations within ourselves yeah um I don't even know how we got onto this topic. I mean, I know we talked about things a little bit today, but um, I'm just not sure how we... I've just noticed, um, I think it was probably a couple weeks ago, there was a photo or some, an article out about Darren Chris. Oh, yeah. Um, who was starting to normalize wearing nail polish um, for men. And, and not wearing, uh, like, painting one nail or a one hand and support of a cause right it was wearing nail polish as a fashion yep thing in fact he had probably worn it for a couple weeks because it looks like it was chipping off <laughs> um but um and there was a lot of online debate about it and we, i was like you know what i i love it i love that he just he does his own thing um and then ironically today at, at work uh, a couple of us talked about that as well and you know we're gonna paint our nails and come to work with it and um i actually asked some some poignant questions on my Instagram profile today about like do you think the world should normalize painting your nails do you think that um do you feel like you're you're judging you are a little bit more judgmental of someone who a male who does paint his nails um and that just got us thinking like you know there's a lot of things that we're told we should and shouldn't do um a because they are stereotypical female or male things mm-hmm. or their kid things or their right. or, or an old person does that mm-hmm. or or whatever and we're just not about that richard and i i actually asked him i was like how would you feel if i painted my nails and he would be like he'd be like he said i don't care um, i mean i don't want you to come up with like the like <laughs> you know acrylic acrylic yeah don't don't do that like i feel like that doesn't make any sense but paint your like i don't care yeah, and it, uh, it was so. I think that got us thinking about like you know how how do we want to live in front of Kennedy? Yeah, and what do we want to teach her? And so tonight I painted my toenails. Um, by it's not hot pink or anything. <laughs> um, it's it's 
it's a very dark purple, almost black, but, you know, and she's only one right now, um, and she doesn't really know a lot of what that means, but I, I think it's important for us to start modeling that, modeling the lessons that we want her to envelop in her life, in front of her, and sometimes it takes us doing that um, outwardly. So that's, I'm, you know, I'm all about it. So what has been, so you asked, one of the questions you asked was what would you like you, you asked a question on Instagram and it's only been up for two or three hours. Um, I'm curious what the percentages are on the answer. Sure. Um, let me pull it up while he pulls it up. So this, this isn't just about men painting their fingernails or toenails. Right. And it's not just about men dyeing their hair or whatever. It's, it's like, I, I, I'm, I know that I knew and know straight men who get their ears pierced. Like that, that was normalized. But still, I know there's still a stigma when a, when a straight man's like, "I want to get my ear pierced," right? Or I have three holes. What? Like when I'm when a when a a man has three holes in their ear. Oh yeah, like that's not typical. Nowadays. Right. Um, so there's that, or it's or you can go to the female side and females who who just love playing sports and don't want to wear dresses and do nail polish, right? There's a stigma on that, right? Yep. Um, I mean, honestly, we've kind of run into with, to that already we with did. Kennedy. Yeah. Because she is not a fan of bows and shit in her hair. She's nope. just not. In fact, we put ponytails in and stuff for her now, and she's... While she's, she's getting tolerant. Yeah, tolerant <laughs> is probably the best word. She still doesn't... She would prefer it not be there. Right. And we only do... like It's very cute when it's in her hair, but it's more to pull her hair out of her face so like yeah. she can function she's just but we've had um, we've had some people in our, even in our family say why don't you have a bow in her hair right or why doesn't you know it's like because she doesn't want right. it <laughs> and and for me like it, it's that but then it's also for me like she is a girl she is a female but that doesn't mean she has to play the female role 100 percent of the time yeah like I'll put whatever clothes on her that I think she's going to like or that's going to fit the day. Like, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not, my goal is not to dress her to be a girl. My goal is to dress her to be her. Yeah. And whatever that is. I mean, I paint her nails and stuff. Which is fine. Girls, but. Um, but we, we, we made the conscious choice um, <clears throat> even before she was born that we weren't going to get her ears pierced until she wanted it. Like, that just. Until she was able to make that choice right. for herself. If she yes. comes to us when she's five and says, I want to get my ears pierced, okay, well, it's going to hurt. We'll go with you. Right, It'll, we'll walk her through that process, but mm-hmm. um, there's just a maybe it's just our approach, but it's we also want her to be an individual, yeah, and that's part of being an individual is making that choice for yourself. And it, I mean that goes all the way down to ex- learning how to express yourself, both verbally, non-verbally. Right. Um, she's in a phase right now where she's learning to express herself. Yep. Um, she's definitely a screamer right now. She <laughs> loves to scream and let you know that she's having fun while yep. she's doing it. Yep. Like she's learning these expressive ways mm-hmm. um, of living, and so like that, and that's honestly why I was talking about nail polish because yeah. I was like, if I'm gonna start living this in front of her to let her know it's okay to just be yourself, I have to do it. Yeah. I can't just say it. Um, so the 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 percentages that I what's the what's the actual question? The question was, do you think the world should normalize men wearing uh, nail color? Um, and like you said, it's only been up a couple hours, yeah. so not a ton of responses yet. Um, but they it they is wow. The responses is uh, are seventy eight percent say yes that that we should good normalize it, but twenty two percent no. Interesting. Um, I I struggle with the people who say no. 
I struggle with you as individuals. Um, I'm not afraid to tell you that to your face. The next question was, would you, and this was, this was predominantly sent to men, would you ever consider wearing nail color? Um, which was also super interesting to me. Um, only 32 or 36% said, yes, I would be willing to do it. Now I, I will make a comment there. Like <clears throat> if we didn't have Kennedy, it's not something I would do. Like I wouldn't just be like, I want to wear nail polish this week. But if she asked me to, or we're just having mm-hmm. fun some Saturday afternoon and we end up painting all of our nails, I have no problem with that. Yeah. And see, I would, you would, right. I so would we're totally d- so I would answer no to that question. Um, um I think. And I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the third question was, do you find yourself thinking less of men who do wear nail color? Sure. Uh, what was the yes on I love this. I love that 70, 78% of my friends get it. Uh, 78% no, they do not think less so, of a man. So same, same as the first question. 22% said yes. Yeah. And again, to those 22%, I'm not sure I want to be friends with you. Um, do you think men should be limited to the colors that they are allowed to wear? Meaning, are there colors that just aren't for men? Uh, 86% said no, men should not be limited to the colors they're allowed to wear. 14% said yes. Um, and then the last question, no one's answered yet, but it's uh, if you answered yes to that question, yeah. what are some colors, colors you don't think men should wear? Yeah. So while, like we said, that's only nail polish we're talking about. Right. It, it kind of speaks to at least the people in, well, I should say at least my followers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, most of them, the majority of them, uh, are also open to yeah. expressing yourself. Yeah. So the other, the other area I wanted to touch on, and I, I kind of touched on it on an, an interview I did last night for my Live It Well podcast about men owning whatever truth it is. One of them um, is just mental health in general. And how important that is and how we need to do a better job of recognizing that men have feelings, Mm -hmm. that it's 110% okay for a man to express those feelings. Um, And sometimes those feelings means I'm not okay. Yep. Well, or it's okay to cry. That's that's what I mean. But yeah, Yeah. but uh, men don't cry. They don't, and they're getting better at it. But that's what society has taught them is yes. men don't we need, cry. We need to be strong. We need to not cry. and uh, Yeah. <laughs> and I am weak, and I am I'm emotional. I'm weak if I cry. Right. Well, I am telling you, I am weak, and I am emotional. So I should be a that? man. Oh, but, but no, but why do you say that? I mean, I, I am a man, and I right. should be a man. But yeah, I'm but saying but by weak. society's... Right. Society, I am weak because I'm skinny. I don't have big muscles. I don't. I can't necessarily go into a boxing fight and f- defend my family. Well, I can't either. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just. I am yeah. not a typical. I'm not what would you would consider a man's man. Yeah. So, and that's something I struggled with, especially when I first um, like was in college. Like I was just. We had been through so much trauma in my life that I learned to express myself and to cry and to talk about things, and that's just how I was raised. Yeah. Um, Whereas I was raised, I wasn't raised not to, but it wasn't something that that we men did um, through through no fault of my my own father. Cause that's his his father was man's man to like the tenth degree, um, and so it, it's just something we never really embraced is probably the right word but i mean since all of us have grown up like 
we're we're a hugging family now, and like we, we're more expressive than we ever have been, which is a good thing. Long way to go. I wouldn't. Nec- I wouldn't know. You, yeah, which is fine. I mean, I, I wasn't around when you were little, yeah. but I would say that you're more expressive than the other men in your family. Yes. Yes. Um, you're also more touchy. Yeah. And I think that's probably just because you're with me, and I'm like, touch me. <laughs> Touch me now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that, but I also think that that was something like you ask any of, ask Eric next time you see him that as I got to know him as a friend, like I made sure that we hugged goodbye. Like yeah, it was yeah. just, yeah, I wasn't going to not because that's my way of showing you that that I care about you and you matter in my world. Yeah, like walking out the door and be like, see you later, dude. True. No, that's not. Yeah, that's not how I that's not how I roll. Totally. So, but again. We're t- we're not like that's not how men are taught to say hello and goodbye. Whereas we've got our our good friend Josh, um, ugh, like he's, Josh. he's he's a hugger. Like we because he understands that that's a way that you show how you care about someone and that that well. And the thing is, like he's he's um an emotionally aware person. Yes, he's aware of, and I mean that in the very best possible way. Yeah. Like it it is. I love talking to him because he will sometimes. And this is what I love about you, Josh, if you're listening. Uh, he will get choked up because he's almost so passionate about something. Yeah. and Or he talks about his daughter. I've seen him get choked up several times talking about his family <laughs> and how he wants you know the best life for them. And like I was like, that is a man yeah. because he is 100%. showing everything yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, and that's so hard to find. Yeah. So hard. Yeah. So I'm gonna tease my one of the, one of the episode that I taped last night for Live It Well um, with a, with an old high school classmate of mine who late last year posted on Facebook um, that he had finally finally I'm not gonna say accepted but he had come to the realization that he was an alcoholic and we were talking last night and at the end of the interview we were done taping and I just I basically just said Mike uh, I, a I'm proud of you B you owned your truth. And that's not an easy truth to own, and you're going to have to own it and live with it and deal with it for the rest of your life. But you being open about that is such a strength because you can now be honest about your good days and your bad days. And your kids are going to know who their dad is. Their dad is a strong motherfucker who is doing his best to be a good dad. And he's he's got a he's got three kids, and one of the kids. Um, he loves to, one of the boys just loves to dance. He said, like he, he made a joke. He said, he's probably going to be the world's best salsa dancer at some point. Mm-hmm. And so they're looking at dance classes to put him in. That's a man who understands how to live your authentic self and not stop a kid or an adult from doing that. Yep. Like that's so, that was, I was so proud of him when he told me that. So, well, and it, as, as I painted my nails tonight, Kennedy, <laughs> Kennedy, Kennedy came up, I was sitting on the floor and she poked at my toes. She, like, she realized she what, that they looked different. Yeah. And she's, like, curious about it. And then she looked at her toes, which, <laughs> which I painted. painted, yeah. I painted them today as well. Hers are cute little reddish-pink color. And um, I, she put it together, like, oh. Yeah. Oh, they both have stuff on yep. them. And then she just went about her day. Yep. Like, it was nothing. Yep. And I was, like, I... I, I purposefully went and got the supplies and stuff today after work i was like i this is something i know i have to start doing um if, if it takes my toenails being painted and somebody sees it so damn be yeah it. So. well it's kind of like it, this is not even on the same level but 
a couple months ago when I bought her bike helmet, the first one, she did not want that on her head. No. So you're like, Richard, put yours on. And I wasn't thinking anything of it. Like, why would that matter? But I put mine on. Mm-hmm. And then I went and put hers on. Yep. And she was fine with it the second time. Yep. So there's so much power in showing that the action is okay. Yep. Um, and anyone who knows me, you included, will say I'm not a good dancer. <laughs> but if she wants me to dance, I'm going to dance with her. Well, and, and be I silly think, with her. And, and I think that's really the the underlying theme of of this podcast is that we have, to, whether it be or for a child like for us, yeah, or whether it be at with us with our coworkers, we have to model the behavior that we want to see. Yeah. And one when I was dating before I met Richard, I had a I had a friend slash advisor tell me, Steve. Stop worrying about finding the person that you want to find. Stop focusing on finding that person and focus on living the qualities that you hope to find in that person. And that was like the best dating advice I ever got because I was like, yes, I'm going to focus on fucking the world and being myself. I'm going to focus on my compassion. And I started volunteering every Christmas and Mm. some other things. Um, and then it was like six, eight months later, bam, there's yep. Richard. Yep. And so, like, I feel like that goes into dating, Liv- it's, it's living everything. yourself. It yeah. goes into be- raising a kid, being a good coworker and yep. employee, yep. to being a good son or daughter. Um, so I am proud of my nail polish <laughs> and my purple hair and your purple hair. <laughs> a lot of purple going on. <laughs> so. So yeah, we've had two deep episodes in a row, but that's okay. Sometimes it's not all laughter around here. No, and the world's, and life, honestly, is not always laughter. It is not. Although I will say, I ran into three raccoons the other morning with Aiden, and that was, I was a little tense. I think I saw a dead one, one of them dead this morning. Oh my god. By the way. (laughs) It was not me, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) It looked pretty small, too. I told you they were babies. At least least two of them were, were little, so. Anyway. Well, thanks, guys, for listening once again. Um, by the next time we have, by the, by our next episode, I will be 36 and a half. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I challenge you, we challenge you guys to find one thing before you go to bed tonight um, that maybe you don't really live your honest self about because of whether it makes you uncomfortable or you're afraid of what someone will think. Um, and give it a try. I don't expect you to own it and do it forever. Um, just try it and and see what it goes. Remember, you have a you have us as a support. You have yep. a bunch of people. Uh, clearly, seventy eight percent of the people who yes. I who follow me um, are all supportive. So, uh, give it a shot. See what happens. But until next time, thanks guys for listening uh, to Fuck Is Our Mantra. We'll see you next time. This podcast was mixed and produced by Sprout Media, a digital media firm in Des Moines, Iowa, who believes in doing things differently. They believe in putting consumers and clients first, being a partner in marketing, and inspiring your tomorrow. 
They build websites, create digital media strategies, shoot and produce videos, and edit and produce podcasts just like this one. Check out Sprout Media at GoSproutMedia.com where you can subscribe to their podcast, The Buzz Addiction, or even request a free consultation. That's GoSproutMedia.com.